1: Uh, I'm not gonna read the way I have it written in my notes because it's all in caps and it says "hello and welcome, motherfuckers." So you, that was supposed to be. You'd have to swear that. Um, and I don't. I don't feel like yelling a swear. But this is episode 256 of the Hooniverse podcast. It's too hot to yell swears right now. Yeah, it, though it is. It feels cooler now. So it's a little cooler, but it's still. It's not as lovely as it was the last few weeks. No, no, it's um, yeah, it's been hot, hundred degrees and plus, but. Whatever it's not that anymore, so that's good. Um, no guests this week, but uh, we're still i am glad we went back to this format because it gives us some direction um, and I have yep. some news.
0: you do I have some news, not personal news um, oh don't don't try um, I, I was you know I was hoping to find the test results out. no no, oh, okay. not yet okay
1: uh, we have to wait till Maury's free. Um, so first we're going to dive in some news. Um, this is an interesting one now, we don't get political on purpose here
0: i make my commentary yeah right you know for for a point of humor often more than anything right Uh, i'm really political outside of this but on (laughs) a podcast it's just for points of humor i don't mean to, to to be on the record i'm not trying to piss people off right it's just me making stupid jokes so this
1: first bit of news is fairly political BMW has announced that they're going to move some of their SUV production from Spartanburg, South yep. Carolina to China. Yeah. And this is in response to the 40% tariffs on SUVs built in the U.S.
0: That's a double fuck you.
1: Well, now we can look at it right away and go, oh, this is immediately because of Trump. But there's been long time tariffs from China as well. So, like, it's not just a Trump thing, but it's, it's, it's a little bit of back it, and forth. It
0: makes business sense, but it's definitely expedited by the current situation. Yes.
1: Now, uh-huh. BMW employs ten thousand people in South Carolina. I think it's their second largest plant in the world.
0: Actually, I actually, I think it may be their largest producer of
1: vehicles, though. I don't know. Um, uh, they're gonna. The Brilliance Automotive Group in China is going to produce five hundred and twenty thousand vehicles for them by twenty nineteen, um, and this is a back and forth on China tariffs versus U.S. tariffs. So, it's just it's. it's well, not
0: only that, but the proposed. You know, they're getting ready to. to to be careful around the fact that Trump wants to throw a 20% tariff on any car coming into the country.
1: Yeah, and then also, I mean, China is the biggest emerging market for every automaker, and you need to build some of your vehicles there to sell to that market. Yeah, So I mean, this just, could have been a move that was coming anyway, but the timing— I think
0: it i think it sped it up considerably. Right. But the, the thing that a lot of people don't consider is that when you start talking about these tariffs that are going to affect— not only are we talking about the European tariffs, we're also talking about a lot of tariffs that are coming over via semiconductors and things like that that are manufactured in China. They may be designed here, but realistically there are only a handful of places in the world where you can build those things, and especially it's at economies of scale. Yeah, And a lot of those components coming from China now are directly going to affect the price of the vehicles in the United States that are even built here. Right. So regardless of whatever you're, you know... Regardless of whatever your political leanings are, yes. we're all going to get fucked on this one. Um, the average price is – is I, I saw the um, estimate is the average price of a vehicle, especially if the 20% tariffs come in play, is going to be over $5,000 increase in every vehicle purchased. Oh, that should be good.
1: Yeah. Um, now, speaking of purchase price, because we're not going to dwell on the politics of that one because that could – then we'll go down the rabbit hole. No, but hole. it
0: seriously impacts like buying decisions like my oh, yeah. own right now. I wasn't really thinking about buying anything to the fall. And now you it, might speed it up. It might speed it up because it's going to drive the used prices up too. That's true.
1: That's a good point. Um, so this is a used car I'm about to bring up, but it's a, it's a special one. Okay. Um, a 1963 Mercedes 300 SL oh, Roadster. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> just sold at auction. For 3.7 million dollars yeah it's the highest price paid for a 300 sl roadster it had 852 miles on it
0: what are the gull wings going for versus the roadster roadsters
1: fetch more but i like the gull wings better i do too um this it was in a climate-controlled garage for decades. It was owned by a Swedish doctor who had no heirs. He had two. He had a coupe that he put way more miles on. Yeah, um, and it, it just set a new benchmark for um, Mercedes, like 300 SLs. But I'm, I'm like, there's a part of me that is hoping like it moves the needle on 114s as well. <laughs> um, though this 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 news report just came out that uh, German automobiles have outperformed most. Um, yep. financial markets by like hundreds of percent. It's mostly 9 Yeah, but they're lumping in. It, it's also some other German automobiles on a lower scale. It's mostly 9 but I like all these news reports coming out, even though some people make good points that indicators like these news stories are are indicators that it's time to sell and not buy.
0: Yes, well that and, you know, uh, we are well overdue for another for another recession and not to drag politics back into it, but the current situation with tariffs could push us into that much quicker, which will also deflate that market because one of the first things that people stop spending money on when the economy dumps are, you know, kind of fanciful luxury purchases like that. Even the Uber wealthy sometimes will kind of scale that back because they're like, "Eh, maybe now's not a great time to be pissing money away. Yeah. Although there are, I think, 2,200 billionaires
1: or something like that, uh, which is a fucking crazy number. It is. 2,200 billionaires.
0: Well, yeah, it's something like the 0.1% of the entire population controls half the money on right. the planet.
1: I would like to be rich someday, but um, I, I'm i not there, and I will join you on the front lines of the eat the rich movement when it happens. Oh, the yeah. The weird thing about this car, yeah. though, so this Mercedes SL, gorgeous white uh, exterior insanely beautiful red interior original toolkit that's a good combo white and red yeah there yeah. was a sticker on the trans tunnel a vintage AAA a sticker i have no idea why that sticker is there this was a german car owned by a swedish doctor I, I, I want to know if he like did a road trip in the U.S. with it, or if it was like a fun keepsake from a trip. Not, there's nothing in the in the stories about this car. You know, that it's say probably why. just
0: as simple as like he got a sticker from some friend, right. or he went to the U.S. at some and point, slapped
1: it in the car. Because to them back then, it was well, like it was just you a know, car.
0: How many friends of ours do you know that like they'll go to Germany and they'll get stickers from crap and they'll slap it on their laptop? I or I have when I had my truck, I had an Isle of Man and a Nurburgring
1: sticker on the back of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I you the know. truck didn't
1: drive there, but I drove there. Or road there.
0: I had a friend that, that had like a Tesco sticker on his on his MacBook. Okay. And if you, you know what like if you know what Tesco is, it's like it's just a, it's a grocery store. Grocery right? store chain yeah. in the UK. Right. That's all it
1: is. Um, it'd be like if I had stop and shop on my fucking thing. Um, now moving to faster vehicles and more modern vehicles, mm-hmm. Volkswagen has announced that they are bringing their IDR, the Pikes Peak electric yep. racer, to Goodwood. They're going oh, to be cool. They are going to attempt to set a new record. The current record. thats what, a, Oh, that's a hairy course to do it or that car. But that—but this is a high downforce instant torque vehicle. And high downforce is going to help it. And so the current record, 41.6 seconds set by Nick Headfield in a McLaren F1 car. I was going to say, I was in a McLaren? Yeah. Um, the course <laughs> is 1.16 miles. And then here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've announced it or maybe it's on the schedule. I don't I don't know. I'm pretty sure the Porsche nine nineteen Evo is gonna be there too. So either way, the Volkswagen group is probably gonna set a new record. Yeah. One of those two cars.
0: Unless McLaren comes in and I don't and something I don't think the Senna would beat either one. I think the nine, I, I don't think the Senna could. I think the P one could. No P one could Senna's, be a contender.
1: The Senna is faster than the P one. It doesn't have the arrow of the P one. The though. Senna has the arrow. The Senna has active arrow. The Senna I didn't is crazy. Think they, I didn't think it had as much downforce. Oh no no the, the Senna the Senna's is bananas. The Senna is fast. Oh, there's no
0: doubt about that. I just didn't think it was quite as crazy as the P one. It
1: it is. It is extremely. It's crazier um, from all the reviews and videos I've watched. But the nine nineteen Evo is fucking mental. The IDR mm-hmm. is mental for different reasons. There's, I mean there's a chance both will beat the record and I think the 919 Evo is probably going to be the ultimate victor but the IDR is perfectly set up to do something like this because here's also another mm-hmm. theory I have is that they had to be relatively conservative so that they ran out of juice just at the top of the hill oh yeah at Goodwood twist the wick let's blow this motherfucker out
0: Um, yeah although you know for for you know Pike's it's not like fuel economy is a concern a battery not, is though well, yeah, but what I'm getting is, is that that's a really easy calculation to make because you know okay i'm going to be I'm going to be doing this many kilowatt hours right, and I need to be able to go this far so right. that's a that's a straight unlike with unlike with uh an internal combustion engine where temperature uh you know temperature and wind and all those yeah. other things factor in well, I guess wind would factor in on electric too but yeah. But like, no, no,
1: I, I, I agree with you there, but I'm saying because like they probably, they they potentially backed down what this thing could do completely from its I'd wildest setting. Also, I, I've heard that they, at sea level, they have to reduce the arrow because it's too much.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. Which is crazy. I'd be surprised if they backed off on the power at all. From, yeah?
1: Yeah. They just gave it enough battery. It's just
0: going to have it. It could just run good with Goodwood a hundred times. Now. Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: Th- you know. th- that's definitely possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, either way, it's going to be fucking awesome. I don't awesome. think those and guys this would, weekend.
0: I just don't think those guys would have left anything on the table.
1: You're, you're probably right. You're probably right, because Pike's Peak was the goal. I don't think Goodwood was the ultimate goal. Pike's Peak was the goal. Yeah. So now Goodwood is like, we Good did it, is just let's a go laugh. here. And, and- the,
0: the only thing that might get out of it is they may have learned a bunch from doing Pike's Peak and improved a few things.
1: Yeah, like torque delivery and, and shit like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, even you could just go, well, yeah, I want a different bushing durometer right. on this. Yeah.
1: You know. Um, so it's going to be very exciting to watch. Um, I, I really hope the 919 Evo runs up the hill. I'd be shocked. I can't believe the McLaren F1 held the record. No, 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 an F, a McLaren, um, F1, Formula One. Oh, a Formula no, no, One no, no, car. Formula One car. Oh, Sorry. okay, McLaren like, Mercedes. That's a long time. It was like an MP4-13 F1 car. Okay, yeah, okay.
0: No, 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 no. not the, not the F. You know what would be interesting is a Formula E car too.
1: Well, I mean, essentially, the IDR is a more exciting Formula E car. <laughs>
0: uh, it is. It's just got a lot more. It's just got a lot more aero to cope with. Which is... It's got more frontal area. Which is what it needs on... More frontal, rearal, and sidle area. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that car's amazing. Um, it's it's going to be cool. very... Yeah.
1: July 12th through 15th, I believe, Goodwood kicks off. So, this weekend. Um, now, final bit of news in a oddly different direction. Sticking in the UK, though. Honda UK has created another ridiculous lawnmower.
0: I love those things.
1: Um, so their original yeah. mower was called the mean mower and it set the, the lawnmower, you know, in quotes, mm-hmm. it's technically a lawnmower cause it can cut grass or something like that. Yep. It's uh, the top speed was 116 miles per hour. Now they have mean mower version two. It has a 999 cc four-cylinder engine from the CBR1000RR <laughs> Fireblade which makes 189 horsepower at 13,000 RPMs. It'll do 0 to 60 in less than 30 seconds and the goal is 150 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, they'll probably do it, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure they will too. Now, I tweeted out today or, you know, the other day that Honda needs to take this to goodwood. And just veer off the track and clip the grass all the they way up should the just, hill.
0: They should be, yeah.
1: And then somebody else replied, and it actually got a shitload of retweets. And like somebody tweeted it at Ryan Eversley that he should drive it. Um, but then somebody commented, and this is a great comment. They're like, no, they should bring it to the lawn at Pebble
0: Beach. I'm like, oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they should just leave the grass just slightly long enough so it can it can mow its trail directly to itself.
1: Yeah. Um, either way it's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a 23-year-old uh young female racing driver who is going to crush it in this thing. The seat looks like it's a perfectly molded seat. I it can't wait to see It would make sense that does. they
0: use it, they use like a woman on that just physically so it was a little so a eh, little bit smaller. Some of these racing dudes are Oh, I know most tidy. drivers are pretty small. <laughs> yeah. But I mean like it, it 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 would make sense. It'd be a little bit of a size and weight advantage. Um so it's either gonna, way, it's going to be awesome. She's got the coolest fucking car that's going to be there.
1: Oh, I don't know if it's going to Goodwood. Um, I oh. said it should go to
0: Goodwood. Yeah. yeah, it should. I bet you they... I mean, it's, it's Honda I, UK that does it. There's a pretty good chance they're bringing it to Goodwood. I hope they
1: do. They should run that fucking thing up the hill. Because the,
0: the other they great thing about They didn't respond
1: either. The Not other great I
0: thing about it to. is they can just put it on the back of... Well, it's the UK, so we'll call it a lorry. Right. Uh, they could just strap it on the back of a lorry, and it's super easy. I you mean, can fuck probably... that.
1: You can put it in the back of a ridgeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they should. I know. And um, you, could,
0: you could literally just get four guys just to pick it up and pull it out of the back of the bridge Yeah, line. definitely.
1: Um, all right, we're jumping to questions in the middle tonight, um, just so we hit them all, because we boned a bunch of you on the quest- questions last time. So Sorry about that. That was in the—was that the Rick episodes? No, that, I think that was in the last episodes. I boned a bunch of you. Not Patreon, though, because they're better than everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're starting with Patreon. First up, with the greatest username ever, is Katafi. Um, he asked, hey, here's a hypothetical for you. What car would you pick for an infrequently used weekend place? Something that can be left outside in the northeast and won't immediately rust to pieces and can be gotten run- running relatively easy after sitting for a few months. Obviously, the cheaper and cooler, the better. My immediate thought
0: is some sort of um, Subaru battle wagon. Uh, that's literally my mind just went to an old WRX. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, or, yeah, or like um, like an Outback, some, some kind of Subaru wagon. I My first thought when I first read this question was an old Land Rover Discovery, but the Subaru
0: will be more reliable. Oh, yeah. so yeah. Uh, That said, I would still probably throw a tarp over it or something and not just leave it. A- yeah. Hopefully
1: if I could afford um, a weekend place, that weekend place, I would look for one with a garage. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or at least a carport. Right. Um, so
1: there you go. Myanmar Ktaffi, I love that.
0: And actually, you know what? I had looked at this at one point. Uh, you can get um, like canvas uh, carports for like two or three hundred bucks. That's true. Dan Mosqueda, excluding California, where is your favorite place to drive? Uh,
1: the first time I drove in Germany, I almost cried because, and not because it was like these amazing roads, but they have those too. Lane discipline, I'm talking about on the highway. Yeah, that's nice. It's I was so happy. I was so fucking happy. To drive on the highways of Germany, it was like this is a this is fucking amazing. Um, my favorite place I've ever driven though was the two days I spent in Scotland. There was maybe an infamous drunken podcast about it too, but um, I saw no traffic on the roads. I come to find out years later that Aston Martin may have mentioned to the local const the police that we'll be coming through, and I didn't see a one of them. And it was sunny, and they, they they were the roads. Basically, we weren't on the actual roads from Skyfall, but it looked just like it. It was fucking breathtaking and i hit um i'll say I, I hit 147 on one of these roads um and then when we get to lunch the p one of the the video guys for Aston martin goes hey mate you know uh with the gps we can see how fast you went i go did it read 147 and he goes it did actually i go was that the fastest he goes no the pr guy did 155 i was like <laughs> and i'm i'm not in trouble then Um, So Scotland was my favorite place. I don't think
0: that they care so long as you weren't doing anything reckless. No, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, So long as you're not putting in the car and, you know, frankly, I, I think they'd be more worried about you getting hurt than anything.
1: Yeah, uh, it depends. <laughs> depends <what you're laughs> depends doing. on if it's a prototype.
0: It depends what you do it. Uh,
1: Brian Pocock, if you couldn't be an automotive journalist, uh, who says I am, what would you write about? Could you could your liver survive if you did beer reviews for a living? Yes, I would love to. I still want to do my beer show. I pitched it to someone who's in television. haven't heard back yet, but, you know, still waiting. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm a very good writer, so I wouldn't try to do writing. I'm more interested in the video production, but I at this point, I would probably try to jump over to... Having gotten a taste of this life, I would jump over to PR where there's more money and very nearly the same experience. It's just... I think they have a harder job than we do,
0: though. I... Uh, and most of the people don't know this, but years ago, back when, you know, between the ages of about 16 and 19, I did a lot of... Tech and hardware reviews and drugs. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, And that's actually back then. That's when I first met uh, Alex Sharkey Ross. Long before he was working on Porsches, we were both working on uh, computer hardware stuff. Oh, and that's where Sharkworks came from. And you
1: went on two very different paths.
0: (laughs) Uh, We did. Although, finally, funny enough, converged back in the same area. Yes.
1: Uh, The Advocate. What are your thoughts on Elon Musk? Elon Musk, as of late, from his kid-sized submarine bullshit PR stunt in Thailand, building Model 3s in a tent, his disastrous earnings call, there is no question that his track record for making promises isn't exactly consistent. I enjoy Tesla, SpaceX, and Elon for some of his ideas, but when will people stop assuming that everything he is doing is Tony Stark levels of awesome and actually call him on his bullshit? So I more or less agree with you. I think some of the oddly placed anger at the Thailand thing is weird to me. Like, it feels like automotive journalists just want to attack him for everything now, where I I get everything negative they say about the car side of it. Yeah, Um, But that, he just
0: seemed like he just wanted to help. Here's the thing, is that people want to just take guys like that down a peg. I also agree there's a few areas where someone needs to be like, hey, stop tweeting a little bit, or... Uh... Yeah, but this, try or... and do that with a billionaire. Um, yeah. You know, at the same time, you can criticize him all you want, but he takes bigger swings at things than pretty much anybody else. And when you take big risks like that, there's a high likelihood you're going to fail.
1: Yeah, but then I, I don't agree with the way he handles um, his view. He's, he's very – we're getting into politics here. He's very Trumpian in the way he re- reacts to media and criticism. And yes, he, he, it's, it's odd almost how thin skinned he is. Oh, um, yeah. And I, I, he just that's the times when, like, maybe like, I, go I've... focus on making the rockets. Yeah. He's an amazing idea guy,
0: he is not an execution guy. So, I, I it's, it's, it's interesting just because of my connection to the whole tech and the venture capital world. Like, I know a lot of people that, like, got him. Like, I know the guy that literally installed him in PayPal right. and brought his company and merged it with PayPal. And the, the stories I got was that even at 18 years old, he was exactly the same. This is not Less new. Hair, oddly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Those pictures have been I coming know. out. Um, it's uh, guys like that always are like that. This isn't like a new thing that's money. It takes a certain degree of arrogance to go for those things. Yeah. Because meek-minded people, you know, and not taking that as a, me- you know, is like a, making fun of anybody, but like kind of more meek people, generally speaking, don't stick their neck out like that. Yeah. And again, I'm not defending Elon. He has his flaws. I mean, he's got a giant ego about him. But I think, I think time, the the almost worse than
1: some of the ways Elon reacts, it's it, the problem. A lot of us have is his devoted fan base is fucking fanatical and
0: it's crazy yeah you get that but i mean there's also some of it that's warranted too is some of the goals behind it like i pay attention like spacex is not really you know they're not really their goal is not to put payloads in space their goal is to cover the entire earth and low earth satellites for internet connection low latency satellite interconnection to basically wipe out all the telecom problems we have now that's a huge fucking thing.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, I want all of his big projects to succeed. I just wish he had a team behind him on some of the aspects. Like SpaceX seems like it's handling itself fairly well. Mm-hmm. Tesla, the opposite. And then some of the other shit he says on on Twitter, just it's just it's just weird sometimes. He just needs to fucking.
0: Yeah, but then he also makes flamethrowers, so that's
1: cool. It's cool, but it's also like, <laughs> what a, all right.
0: Um, that, was, right. that was that was that was an amusement project for himself of going. i I feel like making flamethrowers this week. All right.
1: It's but it's, it's so that's it. so here's the thing. He's doing things that the rest of us should be like. This is fucking awesome. And he has such a an oddball personality that when someone who is doing these awesome things, we're like, what the fuck are you doing? That should show you that he's just handling a lot of this poorly. In my opinion.
0: Yeah. These are things the where you time. and I we should both be like. That is so fucking cool but
1: I'm not, I'm like, okay, here's the thing
0: is I, and I'm a lot more sympathetic to most people because I have gone down the path of trying to build tech companies several times. And the, the the sheer reality is, is that most people that are in this business fail five to 10 times before they have one really good one. Mm. So fingers crossed I'm in that margin. Right. Uh, But um, I also, I I also
1: have my own issues with Silicon Valley in general. Not that he's even in Silicon Valley, but I, I have my issues there as well.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, but I'm sympathetic to a certain degree just because, like, you kill yourself working 80, 90, 100 hours a week right. on some of these things. And then you get an idea for something fun that you just want to do as kind of a little project for a sure. month. And you go, yeah, let's do that because it helps you keep your sanity.
1: Yeah, but the problem is he's so visible with that stuff that people are like, Whoa, instead of doing that, why didn't you hit your production targets? Or so, like, he shouldn't be, he should have people installed who are, he should have someone who's like, step back don't be the ceo or whatever his title is of tesla put like a an ex ford guy in there and be to be like we're gonna do this this and this and speak to the the journalists who who are like oh okay yeah no that those numbers make sense where to, he'll be on an earnings call and be like i'm gonna take questions from this random youtube guy
0: like that's just weird shit but let's let's face it he's they get all the publicity and what repercussions do they face i i think I think
1: there's going to be a come to Jesus moment with Tesla when they're like that beautiful stock price
0: that's glimmering way up goes. Bip. But Tesla again, and I've said this before, is not ultimately a car company. They're a power they're a power and battery company. Well, then they need to start selling more pow- batteries that and is power You are going to well, they are selling a lot of power these days uh, but the batteries, that factory ramping up. Here's the thing: they just don't have a lot of customers yet. The other manufacturers, they had
1: a, a thousands and thousands. No, of no, people. no. I know
0: that, but what I'm saying is, people that are super visible, like you're going to see your Fords, you're going to see your GMs buying batteries from them. Mark my words.
1: Mm. I, I, I just like the way that Rimac is quiet about the way they're doing shit. Uh, moving to Twitter questions because we could go on with Tesla all night. Patrick George from Jalopnik, his question: What are cars? <laughs> um, I don't even know anymore, man. Um,
0: Hi, Patrick. Glad you're listening.
1: This is you're uh, always welcome. No, to come a Twitter on. question. He probably uh, not listening. Uh, he's very busy. Gizmodo's jalopniking. Yeah, Gizmodo's having a tough time at the moment. Um, Univision just is is just never handled it correctly. I, yeah. see what they posted today. Univision. No. We're not saying that, something like we're exploring the idea of. Um, what we could basically what we could get for all of the Gizmodo group assets. So like it's not like technically for sale but if someone wanted to buy it Gizmodo's and they been just had to in really 15% of the staff. Yeah,
0: Gizmodo's been in really rough shape ever post iPhone 4 leak. And that was obviously several years ago.
1: But the thing is they've never been in bad shape really traffic-wise. It's just been no, some but perception they are, and ownership and And Univision was not the right partner. No, they weren't.
0: Univision does no help. But to be honest, they lost their relevancy amongst, like, quite frankly, the people in my industry that really follow that stuff. Like, they lost their relevancy versus Engadget a long, long time ago. But
1: but on the flip side, um, the Jalopnik... Is pretty much the largest automotive.
0: It's funny. Website you get you get Weblogs Inc. Right, which is, of course got bought by AOL. Right, that Autoblog used to be the big dog. Right, and Engadget and was number two to Gizmodo. Yeah, and of course you know, and now it's totally flipped where Autoblog is is number two to Jalopnik. Are they
1: even number two?
0: I don't even know if they're number I don't two. Know if Probably
1: they are. for
0: mass consumption.
1: Motor trend was pretty high for a while as well, but I don't even know. Um, um,
0: but you know what I mean? Is It's funny. They've completely swapped places. Like, yeah. And Gadget's the big dog, and Jalopnik's the big dog, and Autoblog has fallen down, and Gizmodo, Gizmodo's fallen down. Yeah. It's weird how those things reversed.
1: Uh, Jake, at Stingray Jake C 7 uh, straws or sippy lids for frozen beverage? This is an extension of a conversation we had over the Starbucks thing. I, uh, am, I am pro-sippy lid. I fucking love that sippy um, lid. You guys are all crazy.
0: I, I, I go to Spoon.
1: <laughs> um robbie de at robbie underscore de if you could dab on one and only one car jeff which new car would you dab
0: on um, i don't even know what that question means something to i don't know i don't the, know. I when never i think dabbed. of dabbed when i think of dab think i think of, of i think of friends of ours going to weed stores uh with very elaborate fucking cbd or, or uh, thc oil smoking devices right
1: uh, I don't dab, Robbie, so I wouldn't do it. But if I were to do it, I would do it on whatever pissed the most people off. Just or
0: are they talking funny. that stupid thing, like that stupid da- that I hardly even understand? I just did one. That was my first dab. Is ever. that what the whole deal is about? That I think so. Um, God, I'm an old white guy. Yeah, we both are. Uh, I'm just
1: scrolling up because a lot of people were still retweeting that Honda thing. Uh, Bryce wommelderf at HoonArt underscore CarBlog. What's up with Nissan lately? LDX concept and yeah. I you don't want that here's a GT GT R 50 with gold trim instead the design itself is nice but gold is so dated probably referenced the black and gold 280zx's which is actually a good point I didn't think about that but on a new design not sure if this is a question or a rant the crazy thing about that car I don't know if you saw this Nissan teamed up with Ital design which is a I builder. did it was, I was I rather liked it so that's a prototype that car is going to Goodwood and if they get enough people interested, they're going to build 50 of them. They should just make all of them run no, no, way. No, no. Guess the price. 2.5? <sighs> oh, no. It's one. But still. It's a GTR. It has more horsepower. It has 710 horsepower. But it's And it has a hand-built I mean, body. But who the fuck wants a million-dollar GTR? Some weirdo. Hey, so we'll, we'll see. Um, I, th- I think it was kind of cool. What they really should have done is had a TAL design preview the next-gen GTR and, like, tell people it wasn't, but then surprise them and say it really was. They should just get a TAL probably design. Actually to... what they're doing. doing but...
0: Yeah, I'd guess that this is probably a prelude to them designing the next one, which would be good because, I mean, the GTR is so old now. I mean, it's incredibly capable. I don't. They've discount improved that. it,
1: yeah, but it needs to, it needs a new it, leap forward.
0: That and that transmission just feels old now. Yeah, they made it better, but it still feels old. Michael
1: Febo at I M J Mike. Chicken and egg question. Auto writers with an Elon hatred don't seem to have access to him or his cars. Which is causing which? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, but also Tesla doesn't really need our coverage. Um, it's like a Porsche thing. Michael Febo at IMJ. Mike, will the 919 Nurburgring Records sell more Porsches? I don't know if it'll sell more Porsches no. because people who people already aspire to be a part of that brand anyway. It just cements the need, but I don't think it's going to sell more. Mm-hmm.
0: Of car geeks like us are always going to like Porsche, and then the average people that are buying base Carreras around LA, like they're not going to pay attention to it anyway. They just like I want a Porsche, so right. I look special. Uh, yeah. Sam Stein at Samuel under Steinuel. If McLaren
1: is so obsessed with making their cars as light as possible, why do they put heavy-ass gullwing doors on everything? Good question, but the answer is because they look fucking cool. That, I don't think they're all that heavy, frankly. I don't think they are either. Um, they probably have a way to, like, the, the hydraulic struts on those doors are probably, like, made out of, you know, leprechaun anuses, and they weigh nothing. Yeah,
0: they're, they're all carbon. <laughs> I bet you the that... Piping,
1: the valving is leprechaun anus. I didn't know if you knew that. Oh, that's that's special. Yeah, they get it uh, from the, yeah Northern Ireland. Uh, there is no more Northern Ireland. They just get it from Ireland.
0: Well, no, there's Northern Ireland. There's Northern part, but I don't think they call it Northern no, Ireland. No, they do. They no. do? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just Ireland. No, you have Ireland and you have Northern Ireland, because Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Ah. It's they're, they're, it's a little Protestant-Catholic thing. They called it the Troubles for a while. <laughs> nice. Um, not nice. Um... <laughs> Let's see. No, it was horrible. And I may or may not have had family members that had done some illegal things. Fun. So.
1: I'm looking if there's any more Twitter questions. Um, and I don't think there are, The rest is, all, honestly, it's all related to that fucking Honda thing I said. Uh, so we're jumping to Universe Facebook. Chris Cavalieri, better value for money, ZR2 crew cab or four-door Rubicon? Seriously considering something four wheel drive to replace the GTI because desert. Also, thanks for the shout out to Podcast Ago regarding the R eight. Um the Z R two crew cab I think you, that truck's dope. It's super dope. So if you can get one for a good price, get one because And they, you have the diesel option. Yeah, the diesel's cool. The diesel's cool. The three point six is pretty good though too. But the diesel's cool. Yeah. The four door Rubicon is colossally expensive. That's the problem. Um not that the ZR2 is cheap, but I think you can get one for less than a 4 Rubicon. F-
0: frankly, the ZR2 is probably a little more practical because it's still a truck, too. Uh, so yeah,
1: but the in in the ZR2 they stick the big fucking spare tire that takes up half the bed. They do,
0: but you could take that out. You can, I mean, but like, it's,
1: it's still a shorty ass bed. So it's it's but the Jeep has no bed, so there's that. Yeah, um, I mean I always, with the crew cab, get, you're not. Really... I always get tricked. Chris has automatic lights, and they just came on, and they always. Was, my eyes like take a second to readjust. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. The ZR2 I with think, the bed is more. Practical. I think
0: the ZR2 is just cooler too. So
1: yeah, so we both vote ZR2. Get the ZR2. I mean, two it's place. kind of a mini Raptor. It's, it's a it's kind of a mini Raptor. Do not think you are buying a Raptor though. It's a mini Raptor. No, no, you are not going to be. Quite frankly, bombing. I
0: think it's probably better on like a tight trail than a Raptor ever would be too. Yeah, but it'd be so fun to just bash shit with
1: the Raptor. Blake Swan, current favorite vehicle available today if you had no responsibilities has to be new. I'd still probably get an E63 wagon. Uh no, my I haven't driven it yet, but I'm dying to drive the new Vantage. Um, can you
0: still now Say favorite yeah. vehicle? So I'm trying to think like I I would say P1, but you can't they're not No, car- there are no new there P1s Senna's now. There are yeah. I just tweaked my neck.
1: There are no new, yeah. There are no, no new P ones because um, we're saying no responsibilities. You also, I'm assuming, saying no budget limitations. GT3Rs is pretty dope too. Oh, that's a good. Or, or even the GT2.
0: Um, those would be. Ah, both it's something very I like the GT3Rs more than naturally. I like the naturally aspirated Porsches. I like the GT3T
1: the the oh, like, without oh yeah, the wings yeah, the, and shit yeah the one chris harris has
0: yeah um yeah it's
1: a little more understated it's, yep it's cool um but not that i'm like a big porsche guy like an amg gt would be a great thing too um, um also yeah. honestly like the big the big range rover with the biggest engine is fucking fantastic it's just such a highway chewer it looks gorgeous i love those fucking things yeah
0: oh you know what fuck all of this also raptor pagani Okay, there you go. That's yeah. a fun I love the answer. other ones, but the Pagani is just that so much the craftsmanship and the style to it too. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard. I can't and and argue they'll you. always sell you a Zonda if you show them enough money.
1: They one hundred percent will. Um, Tommy Loretto, what was your favorite car movie as a kid? What was your favorite non-car movie as a kid? The movie that honestly got me into cars was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is not really a car movie, you, technically. Yeah.
0: That, that's true uh, I don't think I didn't really care that much about cars as a kid to be honest uh, but if by default it'd have to be Maximum Overdrive <laughs> uh, favorite movie I have so kid, many though. favorite non-car movies though
1: uh, I, love, I yeah, love you and movies. I are both kind of
0: movie geeks and it's right. hard to pick I
1: when I was a kid I thought I wanted to be an archaeologist I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to be a race car driver. The truth was, I should have been an actor because I wanted to be Indiana Jones. I wanted to be uh, Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be uh, Brody and Jaws. I wanted to be all those people. I really sh- I should have just been a fucking actor because that's, I just wanted to be everything I saw in these movies that I loved. I, I-, I wanted Slick Shoes from Goonies. I wanted, uh, I mean, there's so many movies that yeah. I, it, the list from my childhood is, is I mean, lengthy.
0: I would have to say, though, in that era, I mean, some of my favorites were, like, the Tim Burton Batman movies were huge. I loved those when I was a kid. Uh, and Ghostbusters. I can still watch Ghost- I Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, like Ghostbusters. I watched Ghostbusters, like, three weeks ago. Ghostbusters is
1: fine wine, my friend. Yeah. It is. That fucking thing. That movie has aged spectacularly. Yeah. Bill Murray is fan fantastic in
0: it i don't hate the second one either i there don't hate the l- second one either ego i going to be know. honest like i don't hate the new one uh, it's not my favorite but i like i, think I, saw I was it, okay actually.
1: no i think i saw part of it i i, I laughed i, I enjoyed Chris Hemsworth it I is very I funny it. kate mckinnon's very funny so yeah the backlash the initial backlash against it was very stupid i
0: just so. wish they had kind of integrated the original guys more instead of pretending they never existed just been like yeah these are the old guys we're the new guys
1: yeah, they could have done that. Um,
0: David Bodenstein, are we ever going to get the RCR
1: slash Universe Beer slash CarCast? I would love to do that if those guys are out here soon, or we get the new podcast studio set up. I am
0: sure we can get we can get the boys on uh, a remote podcast.
1: I think they know they're always welcome. Um, so uh, I, I, we haven't seen them in a while. I would love to see them. Um, so yeah, yeah, they
0: were out here a few months ago. We just didn't cross paths. Okay. But um, oh, I am sure we can get them.
1: I'll drop I'll I'll drop them a note and try to see when their next time out here is because it's more likely that they'll be out here than we will be near them in
0: Pennsylvania in rural Pennsylvania I don't go there very often no um so there you go
1: now uh, we can get back to the rest of the podcast because we did the questions what um,
0: have uh, what are you driving right now uh,
1: I just it's sitting outside because I have another press car which I'll get to but I I, I for truck central. Cause we're now doing season two of the truck central mm-hmm. reviews. Um, I just drove the GMC Canyon Denali. Okay. I do not get it. Don't get it. Why wouldn't you just buy a Colorado?
0: It's, t- it's like, this is the more premium
1: interior. It, it's not like, you it's know what it is. is, there, nice is inside.
0: there is because there is a certain group of guys like my uncle. Um, he can have the caddy. He can have the Chevy. He buys the GMC. Because he is a high end contractor, and when you buy the GMC and you have a fleet of them, it's a statement thing.
1: But why wouldn't, why, I don't know, so like. I'm
0: not saying it makes and good it's, sense. It's,
1: it's a mid size truck. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like, so like to any half ton guy, they're like, nice truck, pussy. You know, yeah. like, it's, it's not a full size truck to t- real truck people. I, not that what? I have a problem with mid size trucks, but I'm saying in that, like, I, I feel like you could get a ZR2 or, or a, a nicely equipped Canyon or a fucking better Tacoma minus the worst seating position in all of truckdom.
0: Yeah, but the problem the Tacomas are not competitive now.
1: Uh, disagree. It's still a fantastic truck. It, it's due for a refresh, but yeah. mechanically, the fucking thing is great. It's, uh, it's not quite up to the par. Like when the- What's the last Tacoma you drove? Uh, it's probably about three years ago. Then you are behind because they have they have crawl control features. They have those
0: trucks can are bulletproof as far as I'm concerned. They are You'd fantastic. You'd think so, but they've actually had major problems with reliability, especially in salt states.
1: Well, I um, don't care about those states.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, two thirds of the country does those states. Uh, uh, I would
1: take again the the seating position in a Tacoma is dumb as shit. Everything else about the truck is great. I would still take... And, and also, when the yeah. Ranger gets here, what do we... I mean, not that there's...
0: But to be fair, like, the Colorado and the Canyon launched when there was really no real competition there. Yeah. Because Toyota they just sat on the same truck for 15 I just years. I just
1: don't think the Canyon needs to exist. especially like Canyon Denali. It seems like such... You just spent $45,000 on a mid-sized truck when
0: wow. you could have got... I, I can't defend it beyond the fact that they know that there's a market that's going to buy it. Right. And it costs them nothing to do other, to, to increase their bottom line right. on those trucks. Different facials. They had to put about 15 chrome. minutes of thought into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I totally mean, and we know
0: that's where they make all their money is on options. Yes. Yes. Um, but I'm also
1: in, and I've been spending more time in because I don't give a shit about that, that specific truck, uh,
0: the Volvo V90.
1: Oh, that's got to yes. be cushy.
0: God, People don't think of Volvo so when they good. think luxury.
1: They're missing out because it
0: is priced a step below the cars they think of. What would you say it competes with? I think it competes with the Germans. Yeah. But I mean, what class?
1: Uh, E-class. E-class, five series, um, a six. Yeah. It, it's nearly, it's so close though. It's in between, it's in between um executive, German luxury and like CEO, it's in between it.
0: Well, CEO is and executive. it's done more simply. CEO is executive, but
1: no, I mean like like CFO versus like I, I, excuse me, I, I, VP manager versus, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. So like five series versus upper management seven series, versus yeah, uh, E class versus S class. It's in the middle there somewhere, and it and it's done more simply, which is I think why people are
0: like uh, middle ground cars though always have this weird always have a sales problem. Like the, the kind of like in betweeners. I don't think Volvo's having a problem right now though. I see a fair
1: amount of them. They always kill it in the Northeast anyway, but even California yeah. I'm seeing a fair amount of them. But you,
0: but you know what I mean is it's yeah. like, they're always like, like caddy was in that place for a long time too. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird no man's land where people are like, well, it's not quite big enough for this, but it's too big for this. Right. No,
1: this, um, and I don't mean size wise. I mean, specifically like level of luxury, amenities. Interior. Yeah. 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 It's the sound system. I enjoy, um, the seats are super comfortable. The exterior styling of this car is fantastic. And the one I'm driving is this deep brown paint scheme. My, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. My daughter said, Daddy, that car is beautiful. And I smiled. I was like, you are.
0: I great. like myself a dark brown um, car.
1: It is stunning. And uh, it, I love this car. I love would it. love
0: to have like a, a, like a GT3 and a dark brown root beer color. That would be good. I um, like that too. I had, uh, so I've had two kind of interesting cars back to back. Well, one's really interesting, the other's kind of interesting. I had a, um, I had a, uh, a Regal GS, um, which at 45K felt like I'm a little over the price, but fuck if that thing was not practical and had way more grip than it should have. That thing, I could carry so much momentum in the hills with that. <laughs> Uh, nice. It was astounding, and it got unreasonably good fuel economy for what it was. Wow. But the nice thing is is I'm like, I I had my TV die last week, uh, and like, well, what the fuck am I going to pick up a TV in because the Fiesta's not big enough? Right. So I'm like, am I going to have to go rent a truck for a couple hours? And then it dawned on me. I like mate, that we're at a place where like, oh, shit, my TV won't fit in this car. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but the Regal is a hatch. Have you had that thing? No. Uh, I it's... generally try to avoid Buick. <laughs> uh, dude, this is you'd like it. You'd... I actually really want to drive the Tor X. Oh yeah, yeah. But the dude, the Regal, like, it grew on me. It's got the three point six, so it's like just kind of an okay engine. It's not super fast. That's what the canyon.
1: That's what the canyon has, and it, and it was great for the truck. So yeah,
0: it's just not fast for what should be a fat, quote unquote fast. Sure. Sedan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it made the fuel economy, and it was really good for what it was i only burned through a quarter of tank like running around doing all my normal stuff all week long that's not bad um and then after that they came back and replaced it with an atsv that's better coupe manual
1: that's better you know what i get in a few weeks um and they just told me they had it so i was like uh yeah i'll take that ctsv um yeah it's it's like i don't i gotta figure out what story i'm gonna tell about this car but you also don't want to say no to that loan
0: so uh but um, what are you dealing with Ed? What's oh, that? Were you dealing with edit page one?
1: Uh, no, I, I I don't even remember who I dealt with. Um, um,
0: yeah, I'm gonna have to hit him up after that. Be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I need it as a point of contrast after the. There ATS. you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, but definitely. What? It's a big contrast, even though the ATS V is great. The ATS V is great. The only thing that I can't get in touch with it is like the clutch take up and the and the shifter throws on it. I'm not in love with. Sure. Still better than the eight speed though. Um, the eight speed. Auto- oh, and the the regular ATS. No, even the eight-speed in the ATS V. Uh, I haven't driven that one it because sucks. the I drove it on a V Sport has a completely different transmission. It's got the ASIN, which I just learned the other day, is the same transmission that Lexus uses in the F models. Yeah, um, it's it's
1: it's okay. My Benz comes back I think tomorrow, which is great. Um, I haven't had that in a couple of weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. Even though it doesn't have AC, so. It's going to sit parked for a little bit, but now all four windows work, which is going to be huge because they've never, I've had three windows work since I've owned it and then yeah. one stopped working. And then it was just some so like you always had
0: wind buffeting re- re- problems.
1: No, I just, I didn't cause I could crack the front two enough that it was okay. Yeah. Um, and then everything should be working. My gauge cluster now should be working and spinning again, which is going to be great. It's good to have working gauges. Yes. Uh, the gauges worked, but the Odo didn't spin, and now I can have it spinning again as like, uh, no, this is reading the
0: mileage, whatever. I don't know. That even like a feature more than a bug. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um,
1: so that, I'm excited to get the car back, but something I'm doing in two weeks, Josh Ostrander, friend of the show, and I, uh, we are going to Mexico, and we're driving wide-open buggies okay so that'll be cool so we'll have some stories from there maybe he and i will podcast from down there too actually um going down old the old mexico trail like billy the kid did and we're going to young guns that's a great movie from my childhood too i actually love young guns one and two and i don't care what anybody says um big Emilio estevez fan huh huge huge pat garrett was in the wrong tombstone
0: (laughs) Um, also very good val kilmer and that was fucking I've never seen that whole movie Oh, you haven't? No.
1: He plays such a good Doc Holiday.
0: I know. I've seen many
1: scenes from it. I've never seen the whole movie. Um, so I'm excited to go do those those buggies. I've driven them before, but I, uh, when I drove them, the person in front of me was driving slow as fuck, and it wasn't as good as it should have been, and I'm hoping this isn't the case. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very excited you know to what go you do?
0: do that. Bring an air horn. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Crossing the border. What's the air horn for? Um, slow buggies. Come on, come through. You're good. What's um, the air horn? Hard? Also,
0: hip hop noises mostly? Big news
1: website wise. We are under contract with a new designer.
0: Universe oh,
1: is getting an overhaul. Good. Yes. Um, I'm very excited about this. We just signed the contract with the person. Um they so there's this mountain biking website that I really like. Pink bike? <laughs> no. Um it's called the loam wolf l o a m loam wolf um, I really like their aesthetic aesthetic I really like their aesthetic and I found out who designed their website. I reached out to them, and the price was much better than i thought it would be and mm-hmm. um, we talked to them a bit went back and forth and they're very excited to work with us on this we're going to do new, new logos and branding redesigning the website and even some seo work which we so desperately need I
0: see if I, I wish you had told me that because that was my expertise for a long time I seo help oh yeah. we're terrible at it we we don't show oh, up in yeah, any that, search that, rankings that i know very well. our we traffic
1: can... used to be here's some inside baseball that pains me to say years ago we were just climbing, 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 year over year, month after month, climbing, 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 climbing. Google did something, and ever since then, it's been the opposite. And I have no idea how to reverse it. And we can talk more about this. I wish I'd known that you were having that pain point. Oh God, it's it's been years now. It's it's a, it, it, our traffic from where it was years ago. It's it's a fraction of what it's it wants.
0: It's all. Was. Here's the crazy thing: is that Google tells you exactly every step to optimize their to their algorithm. Mm. So we'll talk. Well, after. we'll see what
1: the designer says too, and then there's further tricks we can work on. I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm very excited for that. It's probably it will happen sometime within the next two months. So so keep an eye out for that because it'll probably affect um, you know various social media profiles, the YouTube channel, just in terms of like some logo and branding stuff, but not the great content. Um, Chris, <laughs> tell everybody about Shout Engine. Uh, oh, wait enjoy. wait wait wait. Real quick. Yeah. Sorry. Um, tonight, as we're recording this i i think i mentioned this on the podcast a while ago but i sat down to do a video for my f- producer friend for the history channel and it, apparently the show's on tonight it's a two-hour special and called, tonight is what's name? we're recording on tuesday yeah but it's it's you can always go back and find it um well what's the date today though the uh, it's the 10th yeah
0: the yeah. 10th um, um.
1: There's a special – it's a two-hour special on History Channel called Truck Wars, and it's about the history of American trucks. Apparently, I get decent screen time, and I'm on this show. So, you know, go watch that
0: i only bring up the date is just because it's very likely they'll replay that over the coming days oh yeah for sure so um and i, I out, think you
1: can find it on their website anyway yeah just
0: ch- check out the listings on the history channel you'll probably find it but go ahead I'm sorry. uh as usual uh shout out to Jen if you want to do a podcast we'll take care of you uh i really don't have much more to say on the subject than that um that's all i have to say about that yep uh, Another great movie. and then uh, kind of an unofficial relaunched podcast coming soon with all the fancy new stuff that we're setting up
1: yes stay tuned for video you visual freaks Um, follow me on Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff also follow The Real Hooniverse follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker and also follow The Real Hooniverse Go to YouTube and find Huniverse because, you know, watch our videos and shit because
0: there's going to be podcasts on there soon. Um, and then go to Hooniverse.com and read something for a change. And I should probably just get a P.O. box because I no longer participate in social media because it's all toxic. Yeah, send Chris real mail. Like, like I don't know. Just I, do I that. honestly almost
1: want to open up a P.O. box just to see what we get. I we have one for Hooniverse, but it's for uh, Northern California. My partner manages it, and I've never looked at it, and I've never had a PO box, so maybe I should get one. But I don't want one. I have I I shouldn't say this, but never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, see you next week, bitches.